This episode is brought to you by Noble Pet Foods. No nonsense, no bull. Go to noblefoods.com, use promo code DOGTALK15, and they'll deliver dog food to your house with Noble. Hi there. Oh, you're all ready to go. I'm Liz. I'm the animal communicator, and we're going to talk. I like the blinky eyes. Yes, I see you, and we're going to let you do all the talking. I know you usually do sniffing. This is Jonesy. Jonesy, hi. And this is Owen. Oh, and we're going to talk to both of you. Owen, did you want to make sure that you're in the picture? This is so good. So who just yawned? That's Owen. Owen. That's Jonesy that's barking. Okay, Owen and Jonesy, they both want to talk. Okay, so Owen and Jonesy, you're both going to get a turn. So we're all ready to go. Okay, we're going to sit here. So it's going to take about 30 minutes. So you guys can settle down. You can lay down. There you go. Yeah, we're going to stay here and we're going to, it's easier if you don't play. You can save the play for later, but it's, um, yeah, perfect. Yeah, I know. So <laughs> this is great. So I want to welcome you, Tarina, to the show. Welcome, Tarina. Uh, yep, is your Yes, Owen and Jonesy, who are going to talk to us about their work as sniff dogs, as just great dogs in general. Yes, I know. And they're going to talk. They're going to talk intuitively, and they may use body language. They may use their noises, their vocals, either one. But right now, if you two want to sit down and lay down, yeah, and we can get started. Owen, I want to start with Owen. You want to say something? She can take a nap if she doesn't calm down. Yes. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> Owen, what are some of your favorite things? We start with favorite things. For those of you who are new to the podcast, we start to find out. I only know Tarina. She heard the podcast and she thought, I want to find out what my sniff dogs have to say. So she reached out and I thought it would be fascinating to work and talk with some sniff dogs and find out what they think. But we're going to start with some of their favorite things. Owen, are you ready to share some favorite things? Okay, so Owen right away says that treats are great. Okay, so Owen, what is it about the treats? So he's, he's referring to Tarina as she. And, she, and Owen says that Tarina uses um, certain treats at different times. When we're working, we get something different than our regular food. Is that right, Tarina? That's absolutely right. You're brilliant. Well, thank you. Well, we're just getting started but that's what Owen is saying that the the treats are a big deal and I guess what I'm getting from Owen for those of you trying to how does she know that I'm getting like I hear it Owen's wanting to talk I get a knowing sense and I see images of these treats and I'm actually the dogs are very communicative I've never worked with trained sniff dogs I talk to them but they communicate I'm feeling a lot of different messaging going on that's different from dogs that are not necessarily trained working dogs but they are so um uh eager to share obviously how they reacted but so the treats uh tarina the that you i guess you save certain treats for they're like work treats is that right yes yes so here's the funny thing if you've ever known a lab you'll know they will eat anything and they are not picky eaters at all 
And so when I first started getting into the business, I would just use regular dog food, right, for my for my treats. And my trainer said, well, they have to have better treats. That's just plain dog food. That's dumb. And I'm like, they're labs. They don't care. So it's funny that you say, indeed, they do care. <laughs> they're very aware of it. And, and not only that, you have a lot of different treats. And I don't know... Are you aware at how you are so selective of when you use treats, the different well, ones you have? So the, the special ones that we use for sniffing, I'm going to turn this back around because they left me. They okay. Left me. Um, That's, and they will probably most likely come and go. Okay. Um, so I order a bunch of different ones on Amazon and I have this special spot in my car and I just keep them there. So whenever we're out working, I just reach in that bag and he thinks they're special because they never come in the house. So they don't get them in the house. So what Owen's saying is the car rides are really hard because they can smell the treats. And then he's like, ha ha, we're sniff dogs. So you're not fooling us. It would help if you had, I guess you have the treats in a, like, it's like that basket. It's, you have them in an area that they'd like you to move them like the glove compartment somewhere where the scent, it's not so strong to smell it. That okay. there are even, I guess sometimes you have a, I'm seeing an ice chest, like a cooler for something else. Do you have a cooler, a handheld cooler that you use sometimes for something? Yes. Yes. Okay. So I'm seeing that. Put the treats in the cooler. It's harder to sniff because the car rides are agony in a, in sort of a playful way. <laughs> but I mean, he, he's like, come on, think about it. Is the feeling I'm getting as I translate the messaging is like, it's hard to drive in the car, smell these treats. We don't get them. We have to wait. We have to go to work. Oh, and then when you're sniffing, there's the whole unloading process. They have to wait. It's they, it's agony to go from, they smell the treats, they know they're going to get them, but then there's all these things in between. Okay, so, so you totally nailed it. When you're at a nose work trial, they're real careful about keeping all the dogs separate. So there's a particular run order and they have to wait their turn. And you're right, they hate waiting. Well, and what makes it hard, thank you, I'm glad you verified it. And it's they um they smell it so much in the car that the, it builds up almost it feels like an anxiety of like they want it then they have to go do this so they're a little anxious i bet if you sealed it like in this carrier that they've showed me ah oh, i feel relief they're they're going to probably do even better because they're less anxious and they're anxious because they've smelled the treats cool okay Wow, I feel better. So I, for those of you, what, how does she do that? I, I get the feelings. And then when I feel like I've done justice for the dog that's sharing the messages, I feel a sense of relief. So it's left my body, left my, my um, interpretive field in the different ways I get it. Some animal communicators um, are stronger or prefer to work in one um, sense that's fine. That's how they do it. I have a bunch of different ones that come at me. So I have to, I grab one message and piece it all together to then try and do justice, both for the dog and the dog's person. So Tarina, you feel like you got the message on the treats. Oh yeah. Yeah. Cause right now they're like in a purse, a canvas bag 
that's like slung over the back seat and then the dogs are in the crates in the very back. So yeah, they totally can smell it. They can smell it and it, it makes it harder. So, okay, so that's a favorite thing, but it's also a request. But that was from Owen. What's your other dog's name? Jonesy. Jonesy. Okay, I'm not writing notes. Usually I write notes, but these dogs are so chatty that it just... Okay, so that was, Owen was the one who had the bigger feelings about that. Jonesy is more laid back, is the sense I'm getting about the treats. Like, they're coming, I know we'll get them. He can smell them, it's a hassle for sure. But Jonesy's perspective is a little bit different on that, okay? <laughs> She's older too, so that probably helps. She's sort of like been there, done that, like, relax, bud. We're going to get the treats when they come. Do the work and you'll get the treat. Whereas Owen has these requests, like, can you just, like, cover it up? It's hard for me. So he's got that push thing. Okay, so we're going to favorite things. Um, they love the sniff trials. They think it's a big party. And, um, oh, wow. Okay, so I'm going to just follow that along. I'm going to stick with Owen because it's, it's, I think it's easier for people to follow and it's, it's easier for me, if that's okay with you, Tarina. Oh, yeah, that's fine. Okay, so uh, these are two sniff dogs, Owen and Jonesy, and they, when they get to Owen's favorite thing is the treats of it. He finds it fascinating because he enjoys the different scents that are at the event that are not just, and I've never been to an event. So I'm just going from what I'm getting from Owen. I don't know anything about these dog events, these sniff ones or really dog events. I have anyway. So he likes that. He likes going to these events because he likes the people smells too. And he said that even though, I guess the people aren't supposed to wear perfume. Is it say somewhere don't wear no perfume? You shouldn't wear it. Uh, they, they ask that you don't. Yeah. So, yeah. so it's like, he knows I, I had that knowing, but people smell anyway. And some people put perfume on anyway, since they don't listen. He goes, oh, his own is saying, you know, dogs are supposed to obey rules but people don't either all the time. <laughs> so don't put it always on the dogs because the dogs, for anyone who's listening from sniff events, there are many of you, according to Owen, who are actually doing shower lotions and bodies that are body scents and fragrances that you are adding that the dogs can smell. Owen can smell it. He's on to you, even though you're not <laughs> supposed to. It's interesting. I, that's somewhere written down for whatever reason I can see that. And Owen knows about it, but Owen loves it. He loves <laughs> the smells of the different people because at your house, you're actually pretty good with scents around your house. Are you, is that true? Like you're like, you respect that. Oh, I have dogs that work with scents. So you're sort of intentional with scents in your house. Well, I developed allergies. And the first thing my doctor told me was to get rid of the air fresheners and the plugins. And so I don't know that I would say it's out of respect for the dogs, but yeah, we don't have that stuff in our house. Okay. So Owen, that goes from your house, which is, um, it's like clean. He knows where to find scents. It's like, I guess a dog that it's like, it, it lacks scent other than what's familiar. It's not over what I'm getting from Owen. It's not overloaded with too many scents. He, it's like, he knows what the scents are that he can associate with the people, how the couch smells. 
it's pretty familiar and the same for Owen. When he goes to a scent event, not only is he working, but these people who are with the dogs have so many scents on them that he loves that. So to him, it's like a party too. And I see him going from like the car through the people, which is like a scent party. It's like a buffet. It feels like a buffet. <laughs> Serious? No, I'm like, I'm not joking. It, it feels like a buffet. Hi, huh, do you like that? You love it, guys. It's like a buffet. And then you get to the working area, which is cleared out and there's more space and it's not a free-for-all with scents. Does that make sense? Yep, totally. Yeah, he's a, um, a COVID puppy as well. So he probably Hi. didn't get to go out as much as maybe he would have if he hadn't been a COVID puppy. So yeah, so the oh, owners and the new people are different. Yes, and he loves them. Oh, and you're doing great. I love that you're a COVID puppy. And so he's also like, yeah, you are. COVID puppies should not be um, discounted if something's wrong with a COVID puppy because they have other strengths that right. they have been bonded. They have had more better bonding than some dogs that were pre-COVID that people got them, they were left alone, and they are just different kinds of dogs. But the strength of a COVID puppy, what I'm getting from Owen, for whatever reason I know, hi, Owen, is that you are so bonded, aren't you? You know how to connect with people. Hi. Okay, do you want to share? Are you ready to share with Jonesy? Do you want to say anything else? You want to keep going? Jonesy is settling in for a talk. Okay, so we're going to talk to Jones. Do you have any question about Owen? He likes his treats. He notices the three stages of going to a sniff event, the car, the buffet of the people and their smells, and then he gets to work. You want to add something, Joan, uh, um, Owen, what do you want to add about, I know you do, what do you want to add about the sniff work that people might not know or that you want to share? More dogs should try it. Oh, he says, I'm he's showing me another smaller dog. He, Owen's take is the dog's not very good at finding things. It takes him a while. He gets distracted. I don't know if you know, it's like a smaller um, dog. It, it looks like a puppy, but it might just be shorter than Owen. Do you know, yeah. do you have an idea of what dog I might be talking about? Um, well, he's kind of the baby dog of our group right now, but um... Okay, so there's a dog he's showing me. I'm seeing a vision of a dog that's smaller than Owen that gets distracted and pulls around. But Owen's point is the dog is having a blast. It's like, it's so fun. And that there's a handler that gets nervous. He doesn't want people to get uptight about their dogs not finding it like the other dogs in the competition part that... If somebody listening is considering sniff work, according to Owen, go have fun. Don't worry about the um, the medals. I guess you don't worry. You don't care as much about the medals either. He's showing me ribbons. I guess you've won ribbons, but you're not somebody who it's all about the ribbons. Nah, it's about having fun with the dog. But yes, but that's okay if people like to show the ribbons. We're not judging. He's not judging. He's just saying he wants to encourage people to go have fun because he's showing me this little dog who's like coming along and maybe I'm trying to see, Owen, was that you at first? No, he's like, he was good. Okay. We're not going to, that's a judge word that I want to be careful of words I use. Um, 
Owen, he, Owen likes the competition to find it probably because Jonesy helped with that. Who finds it first gets it. But Owen's point is what I want people to know is that go and have fun because it just fulfills a dog. It, it like in the heart, it's, it makes them so joyful. And, um, that some, that when Pete, it, when Owen is showing me the sense that when the people get frustrated sometimes with their dogs finding the sniff, they're, they are missing out on the joy that the dog is having. Can you comment on that, Tarina? Um, yes, without sharing too much. When Jonesy first started sniffing, we would go to trials and people would say, oh my God, did you see that dog? Look how good that dog is. And she's going to be awesome. And she's going to be, yeah, she's going to be the best. And Owen had his first trial. Owen had his first trial and everybody said, oh, he's cute. <laughs> so maybe he's talking about himself, but it brought up such joy for him. Jonesy, yes, it's going to be your turn now. So his message is that, but you kept going and it, he loves it. And, and oh, yeah, no, I, I totally think he loves it. And we have, I haven't asked you any of your questions yet, but he loves it. And he wants, um, whether it's to reassure you or anyone listening, considering sniff work, if you have a dog that is inclined to it and is having the best time, but maybe not be finding like five of the smell scents, keep going according to Owen, keep going. It's good for them. It's accomplishing something that we as people may not see, but it's satisfying, huh, Owen? It's satisfying to the dog and it's still worth doing. Oh, that's good. Cause I was worried that, you know, maybe he was getting stressed out, but that's me, I guess. And we project <laughs> a lot. He, he's, he's settled down. He feels hurt. I believe we project and, you know, just a minute, Jonesy, you're next. Remember Owen said something about the ribbons. You're okay that he's not getting, you don't care as much about, I see like a yellow ribbon, um, a, it's not all about the ribbons and, and that's good. Yes, it can be that way with certain dogs, but for some dogs, it's about the experience. And that is a big thing to Owen to share. Oh, good. Okay. So he does like it. And I think I'm learning, he, I'm learning to give it more time. Don't worry. Don't worry, Owen. We're going to get it. He, yeah. The, his, his request, just a minute, Joe, his request is the car ride. That's his only request is putting the treats away. That's hard for him. So Jonesy, are you, thank you, Owen, for sharing. Jones, hi, are you ready to go? Thank you for waiting. I know it was hard. You're sick of waiting. You've had to wait more in your life with Owen than you had before. I get it. Okay, so what do you want to say? Can you tell us some favorite things? Jonesy, what are some of your favorite things? I, okay, so I'm seeing a bath. Do you actually like grooming? Um, he, the, it's the brushing. Um, oh, because it's alone time. So I'm going to go back. So you said, no, he doesn't like the bath, but he's showing me this alone time of grooming that he's from his upper back down, right? Is that what you like? What do you like about it? It feels good. So when you go like the scruff behind his head, down his back, and 
way it's like the brushing uh-huh <laughs> brush him or does he go to a groomer because he seems to like something that's going on i'm scratching her back she loves to be scratched sometimes she goes to the groomer but not very often okay so the image that i'm getting has to do and this is for anyone listening about animal communication is getting really specific because i said grooming but she, I saw this back area and that's where the scratching is yeah. and I groom my dogs down there. So that is like a favorite thing for sure, for several reasons, not just that it feels good, but it actually, it's like for, for a person, if you've ever, who's brushed your hair and you brush it and your, it actually feels, your hair feels better. I feel like Jonesy is saying that she likes how her coat feels after it's been brushed or the fingers oh, okay. through. She likes that. Then she likes the pleasure of her body being touched and how it helps even touch. But like, if we're going to go into the energetic of what it does in clearing and releasing, she likes that. But she also says that when you're doing that with her, you're fully present with her and her alone time is still something she savors it's a favorite thing with you because you have a different connection with her than owen and jonesy has a different connection her one-on-one -on -one connection with you that she gets when you're touching her fills her up is important to her it's a favorite thing and i feel it in my heart do you notice that she will when you're done she will sometimes turn and look back at you with a yes. smile Yes. Huh? Do you like that? It makes you feel better. And she wants, she is requesting more one-on-one -on -one time with you. Okay. Um, and it does, it, it's like the moments of one-on-one -on -one time. I don't get a sense of, I've had dogs share, like, can we just go for a walk, uh, just us or do something? She's not asking that. It's just the moments, the, this interchange of a hug or something. Okay. Um, okay. Do you have a question? Um, I don't think so. Does she know that she is a sniffing rock star or to her, is it just part of the game? So Jonesy, what do you think? Okay. Jonesy, number one is I don't like to show off. So when people go like, wow, and all that ooing and eyeing, like notice how she walked away. Jonesy, you can come back. We'd like to see you. The, the adulation is the feeling makes her uncomfortable. Ah. So not like, I, like, oh, we need to protect her from that. But um, I see that she isn't about the people coming around praising her. She is, um, she's like, Okay, so her mind is like, if people, say five people were to come up and be like, oh, wow, and they start asking you questions and talking about her and then chit chat about the, oh, I saw her, the storytelling. She is actually, if someone to watch her, she's actually looking around assessing. She's in a, she's assessing what's going on. Have you noticed that? Yeah. So they're telling stories and they're not connect. They're not when people are praising her as a stellar um, dog. A lot of the time, it's storytelling and question and what she calls like chit chat. 
She's not as much interested in that because she, so then she starts assessing what's going on. She loses interest because she wants to hone in on the people who really want to learn because Jonesy is sort of like a give back dog. She'd be a good therapy dog or a trainer dog. Like she's trained Owen in some ways, but she can do it with, does she train other sniff dogs? Do they use her as a model? Um, no, sniffing's pretty much a independent dog sport because it caters a lot to also people that have reactive dogs. And so you're not encouraged to put the dogs together. Like you would never be in a search area with another dog. Okay. So obviously I don't know sniff work. And, and I was sharing that I, with Tarina, when we first talked that I came to become more interested in sniff work when I was working with a reactive dog client and I got from the dog, how much sniffing calmed her down. And yes. that family ended up um, looking into sniffing for their dog to help. But what I get from Jonesy is that even so rather than as a stellar dog, people do, doing the storytelling and the chit chat, what she likes is the instances when she becomes like a teacher, whether she's used to teach the other people about how sniff dog can work. If they were to come and watch her, they could learn. Ah. That's what she, that's the kind of how she likes her stellar abilities to be used. Are, are you, how, have there been instances when you have talked to other sniff dog handlers do you call them handlers yes handlers yeah we have a group of friends that we sniff with and we're always comparing notes and talking about training and you know she likes those more serious conversations look at her i mean she came back and she plopped herself down <laughs> she'd rather have her stellar abilities be used to help others than be just stories and like oh wow i saw her on such and such a date and that bores her but the stuff about well this is how we got there and th this is a trick that I use I mean the nuances that you do I guess are there what are okay I'm going to ask oh, uh, Jonesy Josie, what makes a difference for someone learning about be, training their dog to be a sniff dog or how to work better oh okay so she says it's not just about the dog don't sort of like it's not just about the dog. So anyone listening, this is from Jonesy. It's not just about the dog, what makes a good sniff dog. It's the teamwork. It's the handler. And that sometimes when a dog, this is from Jonesy, I'm getting a sense that if a dog, I guess they're trained to turn. She's showing me her, like the handler has to pay attention, not just to the, the basic of dog body language, which is very popular these days. And trainers talk about dog body language, which is, is important, but there are nuances when a sniff dog is working and finding a scent. And yes. is, that, is that right, Tarina, with how they head? Yeah, so every dog has their own, we call them alerts. And it's basically what the dog does when they find the odor. So. Um, I have a friend whose darling little dog will like lay down and put her nose on the odor, which is super cute. Um, Jonesy just looks at me. So that whole turning the head thing and looking, that's pretty common. Um, and I'll send you some pictures that you'll see um, that were taken during trials where she finds the hide and then she looks right at you. And basically she's saying, there it is. Give me my treat. <laughs> and so the handler what it then has to be aware of the difference 
nuances because I feel like a head in one direction versus a different direction from Jonesy is sharing can mean different things. Like maybe I'm thirsty, I'm done other than I found it. And so sometimes it's up to the handler to differentiate what looks like obvious one thing, but could be something else. Is that accurate? Yes. Yes. Because sometimes a dog will do what they call false alerting and it's actually not a false alert. The dog's just communicating something else, but because the handler calls the alert when there's no odor, they call it a false alert. But And so this is what the dog, and I have said this with just basic conversations about doggy body language is that we can think that what one thing means is actually something else. Just like with people, when my hands are crossed, am I cold or am I mad or am I have a piece of chocolate? I don't want you to know I'm going to eat. And so that's the basics, but with doggy body language in, and these alerts in sniff dogs, Jonesy is sharing that we can't blame the dog for a missed alert because the dog was meaning something else. Yep, and so that's the exactly handler, right. And the handler can learn, and this, I don't know, Tony and I just talked for the first time earlier this morning. I don't know if this is something that you teach, if, if, but Jonesy is saying we could help people with these kinds of lessons. And that's how Jonesy wants to share the stellarness of how she works. Uh, um, so, um, yeah, that be, so one is a big thing is being aware of a false alert and alert and understanding that the dog may have developed a nuance or saw something that um, it's trying to communicate that it's up to the handler like, oh, wow, this is new. This is the first time. Let me figure out what my dog is messaging. Okay. Do you want to add to that or should I keep going? No, that's perfect. I mean, sometimes, you know, dogs like to sniff things. That's what they do. And so if a dog is just smelling something that's interesting and you call an alert, sometimes the dog will look at you and say, I didn't say that. I was just sniffing this. What are you talking about? I didn't call alert. So yeah, yeah so it happens. That's not what I meant. Yes. And so Jonesy is saying it's really important. So any handlers listening, really important to pay attention to the nuances of a dog's messaging to you. Jonesy, do you want to add anything else? Or I should say, hi, you want to add something else? It's so fun chatting with you both. Jonesy, we talked about, um, did you share a favorite thing? Your is sharing that. Um, okay. Do you want to share another favorite thing? Oh, the grooming we talked about. Yes, you're right. And it's just going down your back. Okay. So Jonesy too, and this comes up with dogs every so often is sensitive with the front paws. Um, and what do you do with your front? Okay. So these are trained sniff dogs. Owen is learning to sniff and find things while Owen's not just a beginner. Owen wants that clarified. Jonesy, I, I've been told you're a rock star, but Jonesy is showing me that the pads of the feet, do you sniff with those or you're assessing, you use those when you're working? Oh gosh. Okay. So it's not a pain thing. It's just that when Jonesy is working and I, I'm trying to follow, Jonesy's showing me that the different places where you do your sniff work, have different terrain, they're different locations. Yes. And they can vary. Yes. 
Okay, so the so the terrain makes a difference. How does the terrain where your paws are affect your sniffing? Oh gosh. Okay, I I don't know anything about dogs' paws, but for some reason, and I'm gonna I'm gonna pose this as a question, Tarina, for you to help to answer because I have no idea what this means. That when Jonesy is working and looking for a certain scent. What she's saying is that she associates, oh gosh, okay, the dirt. Okay, so do you give them a scent or a sample of something to find you, show them something? So they know the sense that they're working, that they're looking for, and the, there's different organizations that hold events. And we are most active in the NACSW. And so they're looking for birch, anise, and clove. And okay. the terrain, I mean, if you want me to, if you want me to help you out here, I know. Okay, no. I want you to answer the question. Let me, okay. Yes. Okay. So, the, but they're using the terrain as the terrain is important to them and how they assess where to go. Yes. And she's showing me that these paws and so I'm going to hand this over to you. And I, for, again, for listeners, when I work with people, I often, and this is a prime example where I don't understand the meaning of, of a message. And this is why I don't say I'm psychic. I'm taking a message that the dog is showing me and she showed me her paws and I could feel them that it was important, but I don't know the meaning of it. So I hand it like a puzzle piece to Tarina to say, okay, why is her paw, why are her paws so important in for sniff work? So when you place a, an odor for a dog to find, um, and they do it, they have interior, exterior, vehicle, and container searches in the NACSW. And the scent will dissipate in certain ways, right? So if the ground is wet, the scent may not travel so far. If the ground is like a shiny gym floor and doors are opening on both sides of the gym, then that's going to pull the odor. It's going to make a huge difference where they can pick up that scent cone and how they follow it back. If it's, you know, if it's hot outside, if it's cold outside, all of that stuff affects the scent cone and how it moves. And it's up to the dog to figure that out. And how are the paws tied to that though? Well, probably she associates like shiny floors or wet floors or, you know what I mean? Like maybe that's just how she connects to the environment. Yeah, there, there's something going on. And I, I, you know, I love there are scientists, people ask, well, is animal communication science based? Yes, actually, the scientists are still studying it. And so I'm going to send this to some scientists that I work with, who are studying animal communication and the messaging animals are sending. And for some reason, this dog is sharing that her, when she's doing SIF work, the paws are very important to her to figure out where to go and what to do, even if the scent's been placed, which is amazing that I can feel like she's getting information through her paws. She's definitely sharing that with me. I feel this, like her paws are working and it's like, she's saying my paws are a part of this. You oh, need that's interesting. That. She's using her paws for some reason. I have no idea why, but I'm just advocating for her, huh, Jonesy, that your paws are part of the process. Okay, do you want to add anything to that, Tarina? Is there anything you can add? 
Um, it's a super fun sport. And if you've ever had a dog that you wanted a great relationship with, you should check it out. It's fun. Okay. And how about on the paws? Is there it? Oh, other than like, we have some friends whose dogs, like if the hide is in a gym floor where the floor is shiny, the dogs don't want to walk on it. They're like, it scares them. Okay. Um, and sometimes people put, um, little booties on their dogs so they don't slide around. I mean, I, I don't know. Okay. So people are aware of the pause. Okay. So, uh, we'll keep going. Jonesy, do you want to add anything else? Uh, Jonesy's like, I've said enough. I've said everything I want to say. Okay. So <laughs> Jonesy, when I end a session with everybody, every dog, I always say, what do you want us to know? You get to say anything you want. Okay. So Jonesy's going to food, the people food. It's like noodles or pasta. Um, some of the food smells really good, but I'm not allowed to have it. And it's hard for me. <laughs> Um, I would really like some. He, did you have pasta last night by any chance or recently? Not last night, but she pretty much always gets to taste everything we eat, but maybe she just wants more. She wants more. <laughs> it's like she's up there. It's hard for her. I guess the pasta at your house and every house is different, loves the smell of um, it, it's a sauce, it's sauce that this Jonesy's showing me that it's hard for her to leave it alone. She loves the human sauce and it looks like a pasta to me. It's like a red sauce that she's not allowed to have as much. It doesn't agree with me as much as she wants of it. It's limited. Um, help, help me out, Jonesy, what else? So I see her sitting down, looking up. And um, I think you mentioned, like when you mentioned Annis, is there, there's a certain, okay, I want you to, whether you know it now or later, you can, something that, to think about is there's a certain sauce that's really hard for her to leave because it's got her favorite ingredients in it and she oh, can okay. smell it. She's on the ground looking up and she's smelling and it's like, she wants you to know she's aware of the seasoning that you use. And some of it it's, it's again, she keeps saying it's hard for her to leave it. She wants more. Well, she's a Labrador, so that pretty much goes without saying. <laughs> okay, so I, I have two Labradors. And yeah, so you know. <laughs> I, I do. And I'm going to go back. Specifically, her message is the scent. She, go, she wants you to keep thinking about what is in a certain seasonings that she really likes and she wants. Uh, maybe okay. it's because some of this, they are food that we talked about, the treats that she's only allowed when she's working that there's something that you eat that smells like that, that she wants more of because it's got something that smells like her treat. Okay, well, we'll have to think on that. Yeah, there's some connection that I want you to think about. Okay, so Owen, we didn't get to ask you to wrap it up what it is. You get to share anything you wanna see. And as you, anyone watching the video, the dogs are not just passed out. This is what happens frequently when we talk to dogs. So when I talk to dogs on Zoom, at the end of a session, they've been heard, they've said everything they wanna say, and they go into a deep relaxation. Owen, you don't have to get up. Is there anything you wanna say? Um, oh, okay. So Owen says, I love it here with you. I'm, I love that I'm still your baby. Something about when you, I know. I said your name when you when you when you first brought Owen home to your he was actually he was born here 
Okay. So he's showing me the, this bait. He was like a baby. Maybe that's what it, he's showing me like the, a baby blanket. He loved being a baby there. Um, did he have a baby set up? I... Yeah. Yeah. So Jonesy had a litter and he had two brothers and three sisters and they were all born in my living room and they lived here until they were eight weeks old and always the one that stayed here. And we do frequently call him baby dog. Loves that. Loves that. It's almost as if he's got that same toy, but a baby blanket on it. And he loves being the baby. <laughs> loves it. It's like in him, um, it makes me like have a new appreciation for people who the dog, you know, dog moms these days, there are many people who will say, this is my baby. This is my fur baby. But it wasn't like that, like 15 years ago when I, no. right? So the idea of our dogs being our babies is, and even our fur babies is sort of a new um characterization of how we have dogs in our lives but Owen is sharing how much he actually loves being a baby I get this sense of it that it makes me um just appreciate it even more people who have their dogs as oh it's my baby that sometimes I think there are dogs that think it's just great yeah he loves to sit on on my lap and he rolls over and yeah he acts like a baby he's a baby dog yes he loves, and he loves it that he, and he wants you to know that. And he wants to thank you for allow, allowing him to have that. <laughs> yes. Wow. So if people want to learn more about sniff dog work, what's the best way to get started? I can include it in the show notes. And when I promote the episode, but um, I've never talked with sniff dog team. So there's a number of, like I said, organizations that promote nose work. One of them is the NACSW, which is the National Association of Canine Scent Work. Um, and I think on their website, which is nacsw.net, they do have a list of um, like instructors. So mm -hmm. the first thing you want to do is find an instructor. Um, and you just start doing it. Basically in the very beginning, what you're gonna do is you're gonna hide treats or food um, in boxes and you're just gonna teach your dog to look in boxes and find things. Um, and then later when they're pretty adept at looking for the food, then you're gonna pair it with odor. Um, and then when they find it, you reward them a lot. And then pretty soon you take the treats away. So they're only looking for the odor. Builds up and then pulls back. And then, do you have to say certain commands or cues like find it, or does that depend on the team what words they use? Yeah, everybody gets to pick. Um, when you're trialing, you have to call alert when you found the hide. Um, and then, when you found them all, or when you think you found them all, you have to call finish. Um, but other than that, you get to pick your own. And we have friends that have like German dogs and they they have their commands in German. And so, yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah. It's between, so it's between the person and the dog, what the word yes. is. Excellent. Yeah. And how old does a dog have to be? Is there an age recommended um, when to start? So we started Owen with different scents when, you know, when he was very first born and then <laughs> he started looking for food when he was like eight weeks old. But in order to take the odor recognition test, which you need to trial, I think they have to be six months old to take the odor recognition test. 
and 12 months old to trial for their first time in the NACSW. I don't think the AKC cares how old they are. So if you do it with AKC, it's different. Okay, great. Uh, anything else people should know? Is they can live anywhere in the United States? Yeah, it's everywhere. Um, it's we're really active here in Washington, Oregon, and California. Um, there's other parts where there may not be as many, but I know there's a lot in Florida. Um, there's nose work groups all over Facebook, so you can probably find someone in your area that way. Okay, so we'll include some links. So if anyone's listening to this, I get people say, "Oh, I love I listen when I'm driving." Uh, you can, um, there'll be, information will be in the show notes at, um, and you can listen wherever you listen to podcasts, talking with the dogs on my website. I will have information there linking to the sniff dog. So those of you who want to try it, hopefully you will at least once. And uh, it's perfect for stellar dogs like Jonesy who want to make a difference in the world, even helping others learn how to do it. And young dogs like Owen who are out to have fun and do something and you never know where it may go. So thank you so much, Tarina, for reaching out and making time to share your wonderful dogs with me, yeah. my audience. Thank you. You were so right on about so many things that you would never have known. So. Thank you. I love doing this. And I, I feel like it's a great way to um, teach people about, as you said, being alert to our dogs, our own dogs, like you and, the, and people in sniff work, being aware of their alerts that they tell us that may look like one thing, but are actually something else. And, you know, what I do just remotely looking at a dog and receiving their messages that it's possible. So thank you so much. Yeah. And I look forward to sharing this with people. And um, if anyone wants to follow me at Talking with the Dogs, there's more conversations with other dogs doing so many interesting things and their people supporting them to live their best lives. So go ahead folks and uh, talk to your dog. Ready to find out what your dog wants you to know? Visit talkingwiththedogs.com, book an appointment with me and we'll find out.